Welcome to the Love Your Story podcast. Hey, November is an interesting month because we have three Wednesdays. Well, we have five Wednesdays, but that puts us with three episodes this month. And I'm going to do something special. November is going to have three episodes called 15-Minute Life Hacks. So I'm calling them the November Nudges of fun. So each episode is just going to be a quick reminder of a life tool to inspire you, to help you connect to the world around you as you create your best life story on purpose. And with me is Jessica Burrell. She's the one that's been co-hosting on and off this year. She's the owner of Amplify Your Vision, and she's going to be here for all three of these November episodes. So fun, quick episodes for November. Today, is week one, and we are bringing you five actionable steps for clearing up misunderstandings. So come with me for a quickie. This one is about clearing the air. Stories are our lives in language. Welcome to the Love Your Story podcast. I'm Lori Lee. And I'm excited for our future together of telling stories, evaluating our own stories, and lifting ourselves and others to greater places because of our control over our stories. This podcast is about empowerment and giving you, the listener, ideas to work with in making your stories work for you. Story power serves you best when you know how to use it. The other day I was at a music festival and most everyone was busy enjoying the music, but one young man walked by the outskirts of the main body screaming into his phone. He was really mad and he really wanted to be heard by the party on the other side. And as he screamed, that's just what came to mind. He is not feeling Mm -hmm. heard. Mm -hmm. Communication vies. Like it's like top rung on the ladder of human struggles. And Jess and I, know this we have as we went through our next level training communication and the tools there were a big part of that and so we're here to teach one of them to you today Jess welcome hey what up Laura I'm excited to be here clearing conversations is such an important topic communication we are wired for communication as humans so I think you know understanding how we can communicate better always supports well we're wired to want it not to do it well (laughs) you know we we desire it (laughs) yes we want so badly to be heard and to understand everybody does but we all have different backgrounds right different stories different minds different insecurities that trigger hot buttons different experiences and so we all create different stories in our minds about what's going on and this makes clear communication like extremely challenging Well, as much as we are hardwired for connection and then the communication is where our brains interfere and create stories and tend to be disempowering stories. So when we think about clearing conversations, you know, we think about what does number one, what does that really mean? What does it mean to to clear, to truly authentically clean, clear the air of conversations? And for me, I think about it as energy and saying like, how do we clean out that energetic space in our conversations with other people 
It's like cleaning the clutter in our house or the junk drawer or even our email box and going, get the get the clutter out. Let's clear it out. And it creates room for something new to come in. Right. And, and, I, think and what, I would say that new thing yeah. that you think is clarity, like an, an, a better mm-hmm. understanding. So you you clear that out so that as you do these clearing conversations with people, you then have a better understanding of either what was meant by them or mm-hmm. what was, you know, how you interpreted a clearing of that. But it creates a space for connection. Right. I couldn't agree more. I think about it like the kettle's boiling and all the water's going, and all the steam's in there. And when we actually pop the top and clear the air. We see the calm water that now we can like, oh, now I know what I'm I'm dealing with, the, the actuality of what's happening. Hey, the, so the other, yo, oh, go yeah, ahead. Just the other piece that comes up with me for clearing is like, how do I take my power back from any interpretations that I've created in the in any type of conversation that I've had? Because when I make a, up a story or make up an interpretation with an interaction with someone else, I'm actually giving my power to that story, to that interpretation versus being in ownership of it. And here we're talking about ideas and theory, and we're going to get into some specifics. So don't worry about that. Jess, what is a clearing conversation? So a clearing conversation is a conversation where one person approaches someone else to have a clearing conversation and be radically responsible for interpretation. Mm. So as as far, yeah, in my, that's my definition. Yeah, no, I like that. Radically responsible. (laughs) Okay. And there's five steps here, everybody. So these are going to be in the show notes. You can go back and get them because it's important to follow the five steps, but it's also like a great program. So the first one is the thing that happened. Mm -hmm. Just expand on that. When we talk about the thing, we get to look at it as a neutral event that happened. Um, And we'll get into the example, but like, hey, this happened. Not my story about it, not like the feeling about it, but just how do we just make present it as a neutral event? Yep. And so let me first set the scene. So with the clearing conversation, let's say you've had an interaction with somebody and mm-hmm. you're not sure how they feel about you or you you know you've made up a story or you're mm-hmm. feeling tension within yourself and, and maybe something big really did happen, right? But For you sure. want to go make up with that person. So I, I want to first say that it takes some vulnerability. And it takes authenticity and it also takes courage to walk yeah. up to somebody and say, I need to have a clearing conversation with you. Um, and then we go to step one where we were, which is one, you you say the thing that happened as on neutral ground. And then step number two is you explain the stories that you made up about yourself. And this can be a vulnerable space. So let's let's just yeah. let's do our example, and we haven't even worked yeah. through this yet, but so Ooh, live. <laughs> <laughs> we were, when we were trying to set all of this up, mm-hmm. I had been sending boxer messages to Jess and we're probably four yeah. in over like three weeks time. And I just hadn't heard back from her. So finally I sent her one and I'm like, I don't know if you're tired of me. I <laughs> am I bothering you? What, you know? What's going on? Are you tired of doing this? And th- those were the stories that I was making up about why she wasn't responding to me. And so mm-hmm. if, if Jess and I were having a clearing conversation about it, I would go to Jess and say, hey, so I have sent you four or five Voxer messages over the last month and I haven't heard anything back from you. So that's the thing, right? And then step two is I say, you know what? The stories I've made up about this are that you are 
tired, you know, that maybe you're tired of me bugging you or you've got better things going on or that you are, you know, too busy to take time for me. And so what I'm what I'm thinking of doing is like just backing off and, you know, is is our is our communication and working together like not going to be a thing? And so then we go on to step three, right? The stories. Yeah. Go ahead. That, no, then that's the other thing I want to say is like just being present, even just using the language. I mean, like the stories that I'm making up about this are um, and I think coming like I know Brene Brown talks a lot about this, but even coming from that space supports me when I'm having this conversation with someone because I, I acknowledge in that moment, you know, Jessica, hey, these are stories I am making up. This isn't fact. This isn't truth. This isn't a story that I made based on the situation, you know, so like where is that room and being in ownership? I think the other piece I want to say is like, as you know, if we're having a clearing conversation with someone, let's say I want to approach someone and say, I want to clear the space with you. Please like, listen, like I want to clear the the thing. So just hold the space. It doesn't require a response from the other person necessarily, but just like, Hey, I want five minutes to talk about this thing. And I want to, I want to clear the air with you. If you could hold that space for me, I think that matters too, because if Lori's having that vulnerable piece where like, Hey, the story I made up is that you don't care. I get to just be present. I'm like, I don't have to interrupt her. She just gets to present her story to me and I get to hold the space and let her acknowledge what has been the story that's been created as well. So I wanted to mention that. Well, and I think I actually rushed into step two and three together. So step two is the stories I made up about myself were, you know, that I'm being obnoxious, that I'm reaching out to too much. And then step three is the stories that I made up about you or about mm -hmm. our work together on the podcast where, mm -hmm. you know, where that maybe it's not going to happen. Maybe we're done because she's not responding to me right. kind of thing. Right. So I put Absolutely. all of that out there to Jess and then step number four I acknowledge that these are my stories and what they've created is a sense of in unsuredness about mm -hmm. our relationship and about, you know, what we're doing moving forward, all yeah. of that type of thing. And then the fifth step is in the future, I commit to blank. And, you know, sometimes I think that's even just in this case, I would say I commit to give the benefit of the doubt that you're not getting my messages or whatever. Yeah. And this isn't a time for me to justify or explain my behavior. It's still the time for me as the the, the conversation. Like sometimes it's hard because we have to set it up with that person and say, just hold the space. I don't want to don't explain it. I don't want to justify or, or or hear anything other than like just nothing. Just just hold the space. Let me get it all off my chest. Then we can unpack it, you know, before I go into, oh, my God, Lori, like I turned off my notifications for the, like all of the things I haven't been using it like. And it's just, this, and that's just a story of myself. It's like, I get to be in ownership and acknowledgement. Gosh, this is what happens if I'm in ownership. I, when I am not present to my notifications being turned off, these are the things I can create in my life. So I get to receive that and go, hmm, this is really great feedback for me and saying like, does this show up in other places for me? Lori gets to reflect and say, gosh, does this show up in other places for me too? Because it's the situation that's unique to us, but it's also, you know, how we do one thing is how we do all the things. So noticing, oh, wow, where else am I, you know, quote unquote, turning off notifications and not present to things? Or where else am I making up stories that just aren't true? 
and just being really present to it. So I think the clearing, like there's so many levels. I know this is a 15 minute quickie, but there's so many levels that can happen in clearing conversation. So I just wanted to point those couple pieces out as well. And so Jess, when does the person, the second person get to explain their perspective? When do you get to tell me what actually went down from your end? Yeah, well, at the end of it, I would like for me, I just take it. I say, thank you. At the end of you clearing with me, I say, thank you. Um, And as someone who's constantly working on herself, I just get to acknowledge my breakdown. I don't want to make an excuse. I can make an excuse. Hey, my, you know what? The reality was that my notifications for the app were turned on and I haven't been in it. And without being a storyteller and be like, hey, I acknowledge my responsibility here, Lori. Like, I'm sorry that it made you feel any of these ways. It was not my intention. I'm in responsibility for how I did make you feel by not being present. Mm. And like noticing what was in the gap for me was presence. Was I'm so busy. I've got all these things. Like, I don't know if anyone else can relate to the busyness. Like, right? Like we are perpetually busy in our society and noticing when we're so busy, we're not present and we we can miss things. I want to workshop one more of these. Do you have an example of something in your life, a a clearing conversation, either you've seen in your coaching or one that you have done before? Because you can have these every day. Like these clearing conversations can be multiple times a day sometimes because we just are, you know, just we're interacting with people and sometimes they are popping up regularly. Gosh, um, uh, yeah, absolutely. And I would say right now, like when a clearing conversation would be, I'm trying to go back. I'll say like coaching wise. Well, I can do one from my family or one from coaching. What like what do you think would be a preference, Lori? Either way, do both. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I would say right now with the a con- clearing conversation would be, you know, someone on my team um, asked me a question and I answered it in the wrong channel. Like, and what I mean by that, I answered it with with a client and I didn't think anything of it. And then my team, my team member came back and said, Hey, Jessica, like I was feeling uneasy about the response with in front of the client. Not that we're withholding information, but sometimes we need to work through some stuff as a team first before we present it to a client. And so she came and said that. And I, and actually I just jumped in and I cleared with her and I said, you know, she said, Hey, we didn't go through the standard steps, but she came in and said, Hey, um, this is how I felt. This is like, this was the situation you posted in here. You know, this is the story that I made up about you was like, you weren't present. Like you were just not present to like, I already know these things and you were repeating things to me. And, you know, how it made me feel was that like, I don't want the client to think I don't know what's happening because I do, but I was just getting clarity from you. And it was a really good, because then I could come back and say, look, um, thank you for letting me know. I thought, oh gosh, is this the client channel? And I did it anyway. It was actually a thought that I had and I still go ahead and left that message. And it really helped me understand that from her perspective. But I ha- but I also like, I think this is clearing conversations. We get to look at it as the person doing the clearing and the person receiving the clearing because we get to clear with others, but we also get to be present and not responsive or defensive when someone's clearing with us, because when I talked about radical responsibility earlier, when someone's clearing the space with us, it's like, oh my gosh, my, you know, my body heat's rising. And I'm, I'm like, oh my God, I I start my old programming personally will come in. Like I'm a bad person. Who do I, like, I can't do this. Like any of the old programming we have. So how do we be present 
both in clearing with people and being the one who's receiving the clearing because in life, we will be on both sides of that coin. Absolutely. And I want to say, I think naturally, whenever anybody comes up and says, I want, you know, we've got to talk, <laughs> that yes. the, the defenses naturally come up. And so one thing I love about these steps, and we were taught these in, a, in an official platform within next level. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it's a, it's a real thing, I'm not just making this up, but when the person who is clearing says the stories I made up about myself were your defenses just come down because they're calling them mm -hmm. stories. And in your mind, you realize they realize it's not fact. So you can have a conversation that doesn't feel like false accusation. So the totally. stories I made up about you were, and then you can verify in your response when the time comes after you're done holding that space and you get to respond, you can verify accuracy or inaccuracy of those. But while you're holding the space, I think it's really important to use the terms, the stories I made up about myself were, and the story I made up about you was. And you could be an institution Absolutely. or the world or whatever it is. And then the next step number four, I acknowledge my stories and what they created for me was this. Yeah. And, you know, so I really one of the reasons this is most powerful is because it doesn't create defensiveness, which is huge in yes. trying to resolve anything. Absolutely. This is I, an old Byron Katie quote. When we defend, we go to war. So like mm. note it like second we want to defend, we're gonna to go to war with that person. So that I'm always in the back of my mind. I'm like, oh, I'm trying to defend, I'm trying to defend. I'm not I don't not I don't want to go to war. Let me let me be in responsibility instead. Well, you know, I have a friend that came over the other day and she just kept looking at me out sideways and I'm like, What's wrong? What's up? She's like, Oh, it's not the time. And <laughs> I'm like, okay, if you don't want to bring it up, I'm not going to pry. And so she left, but I know there's a clearing conversation coming. And that night I kind of tossed and turned. I thought, oh, what, what could I have done? What, you know what? So I'm already making stories up, right? right. I'm already making stories. Oh. Um, and then I'm just going to. We are meaning making wait. machines. Humans, we are meaning making machines. We make meaning out of everything. So yeah, absolutely. That's why this helps. Well, and I love the other thing that I really love about this clearing conversation, I don't know, call it a program, but this, just these steps, these steps, specific yeah. steps are that they create vulnerability. They don't bring up defenses, but they also acknowledge the very, very important communicative fact that we are constantly creating meaning about things that are going on. And I'm going to say truly, probably eight times out of 10, whatever meaning we're giving something, whether it's because somebody didn't respond or whether it's because somebody responded in a certain way, it's almost always wrong. Because, mm -hmm. you know, even if they react harshly to you, you give them the benefit of the doubt that that's because they've been having a crappy day and something else happened. Like, it's not always about you. <laughs> Usually and, it's not. <laughs> right. And so that's another reason why this clearing conversation can be important is because we have to acknowledge that oftentimes whatever sense we're trying to make of things, we don't have all the information. And this gives you this allows you to put it all out on the table and sort through it with the person. Mm -hmm. 
we all use clearing conversations. We we can use them multiple times a week. We can use them with everybody, with kids and friends and associates and parents. This is this is really a person to person skill set. And mm-hmm. you know, I think communication skills should have been taught in pub- public schools, but since they weren't, you know, <laughs> yeah. we we get to acquire our own skills along our individual paths, and this one is really golden. So share it with your family. Maybe instigate it with your spouse or a best mm-hmm. friend, you know, te- teach them these steps so that you guys have a tool. Wouldn't it be wonderful to see parents teaching their kids how to use this with each other and yeah. just have a family way of creating a clearing conversation. So let's end with that challenge. Your challenge this week is to have a clearing conversation with someone that you have a misunderstanding with. Just try it. Let them know that maybe you're trying a new format and have them work with you. And I promise it's worth it. You'll see it as you go through it, that mm-hmm. it is, um, gosh, it just makes all the difference in being able to communicate with somebody. And as we as we sign off here, I wanted to thank those of you who have um, taken our call to action and left reviews for us on whatever podcast you're on. And I just want to want to call out somebody here. Um, one podcast from Miss Divinity or not one podcast review, sorry, Miss Divinity, five stars. Thanks, Lori Lee, for your incredible insights on helping each of us to embrace our stories, the good, the bad, the ugly. Thank you, Miss Divinity. Thank you for listening. Thanks for being here, guys. Share this with somebody, especially if it's somebody that you want to start communicating better with. We'll see you in two weeks for the next 15-minute life hack.